Welcome to my story, Limos. A story about a murderous lost god, a king of the dead, and the dead rising out of their graves. So, first of all, we have a challenge for the riders in listening to this. Story is purposely written to be open-ended. For you riders, write how they discovered Limos. Write a character's, and our character's perspective of the story. Write something branching off of it and send it to me. Let's start. Lemos is the beginning and end of all things, and in his hands the apocalypse will come in the form that mankind dreads. The dead will be his tools. He will lead humanity to salvation by giving it his last breath. But first, he will kill them all. Has no qualms about killing children, women, and old men alike. Lemos was the creator, but has been in the underworld, trapped so long he barely remembers who he is. But if there's anything Lemos does know how to do, it's to destroy everything and everyone that stands in his path. The ancients spoke about this god. This dead god, you know that name, but can never remember why or what it means. You read in the, a book guy, library about this god you know to be real, but he sounds so damn destructive. He wants to destroy everything. His name is Lemos. He killed his own brother for power. The other gods try to stop him. Some were stronger than him, others couldn't. The war between their races ended. The balance broke. Now he is king of death, rolling over everything he destroys. At home, thinking deeply as you walk, you had just finished your day of work, working part-time shifts at your workplace as a barista, while working full-time at the local coffee shop. You were lucky enough to land the job at an early stage of life. You have a nice paycheck to so you could save up for college and start saving money for something more permanent. A better job, perhaps. You turn the corner hang down the street you live on and see three guys standing outside of your apartment building. One guy with a long red jacket stood next to an older looking man. The man looked a little drunk, but still had a smile plastered on his face. Two guys stood beside him talking amongst themselves. It wasn't until they saw someone approach them that one of the guys stepped forward. He wore a black tuxedo-like outfit and his hair was pulled back in short ponytail. The man whispered, He is coming. Leomos is coming. All three say in unison before vanishing. You think, Why are the ghosts of the dead Coming here to me, you shake your head, trying to push thoughts aside as you continue to your apartment door and take out your keys, unlocking and opening front door and stepping aside. It was quiet as you made your way through the house towards the stairs, going up to your room. On the way, you passed Kitchen Island with two seats on either side of it, both empty except one. 
Sitting on the bench was a boy around 10 years old with long jet black hair. He was dressed in a light green dress shirt, tucked in black jeans and a pair of light brown sneakers. Hey kiddo, I'm home, he said softly as you approach. The boy sitting at the dining room table and taking seat on the opposite side from him. The only light shining in the room is from the kitchen dining room window. Hi, Mom. How is work? Replied boy in soft voice, looking down toward ground. He seems sad. Why are you sad? Your son doesn't answer. He was silent and stayed seated. After a few seconds, his eyes met yours and then averted again. Uh, are you okay, sweetie? You asked softly, reaching your hand, placing it lightly on top of his. What's wrong? His eyes meet yours once again. Tears start fill his eyes. Mother, I'm I'm so tired. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Before you could say anything else, a noise comes from above. Both your heads turn, and you watch as a ghostly figure appeared. Its body appeared slightly translucent white. Its hair was long. It wore a dark purple blazer with an orange vest on top and black pants and shoes. The ghostly figure smiled at you and waved at you. You looked at your son, who looked horrified as the spirit starts to float toward you. Daddy, don't talk to him! Your son said. The spirit speaks. Lemos will come. Lemos will destroy. You stood up slowly as spirit starts to close in on you. Your son stood up and moved, who stand behind apparition, place himself in front of you. As soon as he did, the apparition began to disappear. Soon after the apparition disappeared, kitchen counter was empty. Mom, who is this Lemos? Asked your son, confused. Who? You replied, this, this man. He is the dead god. The sounds of sirens echoed across streets of Los Angeles. The city had been experiencing bad weather lately. Even through this weather reports hadn't changed. It stopped raining recently as well. And today it seemed to be sunny. Bright yellow van drove along roads, passing houses. In passenger seats sat a man. In dark gray suit and tie, his pale skin contrasted his black hair. His black rim glasses reflected the sun and lit his cold eyes. His dark brown hair was marred with thin white lines, indicating he was very old. As he drove, he listened classical music playing softly. His sharp blue eyes glanced over the clock on his dashboard. His expression remained calm and collected even though heavy rainfall hit the roof of the car. Raindrops bounced off the glass windshield van hanging out every now and then. In rear view mirror, he saw an air car approaching. He sighed loudly and put his head into his hand resting on his thigh his elbow resting on rest he rubbed his temple black mist begins to fill the van coming from the radio at first but soon starting to fill the van completely the driver feels strange sensation 
A chill shot down his spine, a shiver ran down his back, an overwhelming sensation filled his chest. He quickly closed his eyes and took deep breaths. <gasps> his heart rate raising rapidly. Sweat began pouring at his forehead. When black mist clears, the driver is gone. You awake in your bed, wondering what was that dream about the old man, and the van, and the rain, and the fear, feeling of fear suddenly filling your body? It's odd, because you had a good dream. You sigh, and get out of bed, turning from away from window, leave your bedroom. As you pass desk, you know something lying near your laptop on the desk. Huh, that's weird, you think. You look closer. To find a letter folded in half and lying underneath the laptop. You reach over and carefully pick it up. You open the letter and take a seat at your desk reading it. It reads, Dear Reader, I have heard rumors that you are a descendant of my child. I hope you aren't. That would ruin your future. No matter what people believe, my child is not like what they make him out be. My child would never harm anyone. I may not speak English to him, but I understand. Lemos is hunting descendant of my child. He does not want the chosen one to stop him. He thinks the world should stay the way it is. But my son is different. My son is special. My child's key to victory. My child is destined for great things. The gods need him for a reason, and he needs them too. My son is in danger. My son is not alone. The ghosts have found him, and I'm afraid their master will soon too, and he will kill him. Please help him. The spirits are dangerous. I do not want my son in danger. I do not think we can stop him on our own. We cannot trust anyone. If we fail, the enemy wins. I will lose both my child and my freedom. So I beg of you, please, my child. He is my son. He is not part in the gods' games. He is much more than that. My son will lead us victory to safety. He can protect all of us. And if he can't, my child won't die. Not yet. Please help my son. Your friend. Kay. You sit there, staring at Lair in your hands. You feel a sense of dread washing over you. You pick up your phone and call Kay. Kay picks up cell phone from couch. You got my letter? Kay asks, sounding side. You reply, yeah, I, I just read. Listen, listen. Seriously, dude. I don't know how to tell you this, but Kay's tone gets worried. What is it? You take deep breath and begin to explain the situation. The dead guy is hunting for the descendant of this child, I think. The thing is, he has no idea who this child is or where they are. And I've heard rumors. Kai's expre 
expression changed from joy to worry. Oh. Right then, your phone hangs up and starts calling a number on its own. A deep voice says, Hello. It sounds like a voice so deep it scares you. Sends a chill running down your spine. Where is the letter? Demands the deep voice to me, you know. Rise, he says that a crack starts forming in your floor. A loud bang and screech fills your ears before everything goes dark. You scream in shock, holding your ears, trying to block it out. You hear a door to your room slam open, footsteps approach you. Something wraps itself around you and you scream again. Shh, shh, it's me, okay? You wake in the hospital, staring at the ceiling, unable to see the sky above you. There was something covering your eyes. You tried to blink, but you couldn't. Something wasn't working. You tried to move your hands and your wrists were bound by bandages. You tried desperately scream and break free. Nothing happened. You tried to scream again. It felt like your throat would explode from lack of oxygen. Help me! Somebody help! 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 Somebody help! Please, someone! I don't want to die! Your screams echo throughout the halls. A large black door opens and familiar voice spoke. It's that deep voice again. Why should I not let you die? I'll bring the apocalypse upon humanity, killing everyone, for I am the dead god. No. No, please. I will not hurt anyone. Please. You sob out. The voice continue laugh. Don't you see? I'm already done. Before he speaks anymore, you say the ancient poem that the sages used to ward away Lemos. Living in the garden with beauty everywhere and nothing destroyed, nothing is lost, just a place full of light. You feel yourself getting tired as words echo within your mind. Then a large buzzing sound enters your ear and darkness consumes you once more. The next time you wake up, it's a bright light shining directly on you. You groan sitting up, slightly rubbing your eyes. Oh, you're finally up, said cheerful-looking older woman. How do you feel? Uh, what happened to me? You mumble, confused, still half asleep. The woman smiles gently. I let Dr. Lee explain. He replied, smiling and monitoring you towards the, an older man who looked like a doctor sitting in his chair beside your bed. He stood up when he knows you were awake. He smiled at you kindly and walked towards you with his hand outstretched toward you. You shake it. Hello, I'm Mr. Davis. I'm Dr. Lee. I'm the person who helped you recover from fall. You've been unconscious for two days before accident. We want to make sure you were all right. He explains in a warm smile. You look at him nervously. You stare down at his hand. After a few moments' hesitation, you grab it, firmly shaking. He 
continues talking. We've taken care of the broken bones in your arms and legs. Now, all you need to do is rest. We'll get you some clothes and food so you can regain weight and health quicker. Do you think you'll be able to continue doing classes? You nod slowly in response. Dr. Lee continues speaking as he didn't notice your lack of response. Well, if you go and take lessons, you must start immediately. If not, we'll take, keep taking classes until you can start. A memory sweeps by your brain. Lemus had said the night before, The dead will come to the hospital tomorrow morn. The door to your room bursts open. Standing in front of you, wait, it's impossible. Your enemy died three days ago, but what? He's standing right in front of you. In a wrong voice, he says, Master wishes to join you, Legion of the Dead. You cry out in terror as the monster takes the axe off his back and runs towards you. It's our duty as doctors of the Templars to destroy the dead of Lemos, said Dr. Lee, looking straight in the monster's eyes. The creature stands there completely stunned, then walks backwards and disappears into thin air. It appears behind you, though. Jump forward, quickly grabbing handle your knife in surprise. The blade falls out of your hand and clatters to the ground. Suddenly, you feel like your body is being lifted up. You struggle free yourself from whatever hold you were in. You look at Dr. Lee and see he has bright sword in his hands. Your attacker drops you from air. You land hard on a cold tile. You hear a loud crack and your head hurts and your vision blurs. You cough, feeling blood coming from your mouth. You manage to stand on your feet and look around. Trying to locate figure who dropped you on the floor. You see that the doctor at his feet is the burning corpse of the creature. You turn away and run for the door. Once there, you open the door and leave the building. You run as fast as possible, tears streaming from your face and blood drips from your chin. Finally, you reach gate. You push the gates open until they were closed. With tears still streaming from your face, you turn around and see no one there. You run home quickly, ignoring stares of people passing by. Try to ignore their presence and look only for your house. Finally, you arrive at your house. You slam the door behind you and lock it. You throw yourself at the door, screaming. You collapse on the floor, crying hysterically. You can't believe the whole thing has just occurred. You have to find answers and fix this mess. You have to help people and make it right. You have to save Kai, your baby, and you know it. This has to stop. You stand up, wiping tears from your face. You walk to a mirror and look outside. You notice no one else is outside. You see the shell of a tall man wearing armor and carrying a torch looks over at the house. Your heart jumps, beating a mile a minute in your chest. You turn around high, but you stumble and fall flat on your face. 
I told you, everything will die. Please, let me go, you cry out. That doesn't matter anymore, he replies coldly. He grabs the hem of your shirt. You scream in fear as you see shadows moving around you. The figures grow closer and closer until you feel the coldness of death. I am Lemos, the dead god. You see them close and wrap themselves around your small frame. A cold shiver runs down your body and your knees hit the ground. The world goes silent for a moment, then a loud noise comes from your left. A horrible roar. When you open your eyes all around you, there are people. People covered in wounds. The screams and cries fill the air. They're everywhere. And so my army of the dead awakens. A deep, booming voice said, causing your head jerk around and your mouth open. A huge mass of creatures surround you, their sharp teeth glistening sun. I am the end of the world. Lemo spoke, walking closer until there are less than four inches between you two. Go back sleep, Lemos, you mumbled. Oh, but I never sleep, he smirked. Before you respond or move, you feel intense pain in your side. Pain you didn't know you could feel. Blood trickled from under you as you fell backwards into the back. You need a blessed knife, or maybe holy war in the Bible, anything. The last thing you heard was a voice saying, You failed. The dead rise. When you awake, all the dead are gone. Your son is standing there holding a knife. You look around and find him with a smile on his face, and tears forming corner of his eyes. Mommy, you're awake. He whispers, running toward you and throws his small arms around you tightly. Shh, shh, you coo, hugging your boy. It's, it's okay. Everything will be okay now, you reassure him. Promise, mommy? He asks, pulling back slightly back into your eyes. You nod. I promise, sweetheart. I promise. Nothing is ever going to happen to us again. So I hope you enjoyed that story. It was 15,000 words and I wrote. I wrote it basing off of the idea of a creator god gone completely insane. So this story came from that idea. Hope you guys enjoyed. Remember to follow and see more stories. Have another one coming soon. Probably next week or next month. I really don't know. Hope you guys enjoyed.